Greetings, Earth Dwellers, and welcome back to this week's episode of Connections to the Cosmic Gateway, your only earthbound portal to spiritual wellness. Uh, I am your host, uh, Juniper Grace, joined by the lovely Deandra. And do you want to introduce what they're adding to their metaphysical toolbox this week, Deandra? This is kind of your lead. Absolutely. So this week we are going to be starting out on one of our many discussions on goddesses, mm. um, their significance and how to work with them. Uh, so let's do a quick goddess one on one oh one, not one on one. One oh one. Let's talk to the goddess directly, please. Incoming <laughs> transmission. <laughs> um, goddess one oh one on what a goddess is. For those of you who don't know necessarily. Yeah. Don't fully understand the word goddess. Right. And I mean, there are goddesses that are prevalent throughout the world. Um, different cultures, goddesses for different times, like seasons, for example, or just overall, like different different manifestations of that feminine divine. Yeah. Which is what I'm really excited about this mini series. I don't know if we want to call it that. Yeah. That we're going to start because... There are goddesses that you work with that I kind of work with, but they're Greek or they're Celtic right. or they're something else, right? But it's almost the same yes. embodiment. They're not really embodiment. Yeah, embodiment. The same, yeah. yeah, the same yeah. embodiment of the goddess. Uh, yeah, or the essence of uh, that goddess. Yeah, Absolutely. Same, same. And um, I mean, obviously, we're going to start the series off with a number of uh, goddesses that we know um, more intimately and that we work with more often. And, you know, I think, Juniper, as we go through the series, I mean, part of us is also discovering, you know, um, what those similarities are, what those differences are. And like you said, there can be a goddess that is probably like it's just the same divine feminine. Yeah. Yeah. Just called something different yes. same cultures and what you'll f- different cultures sorry and what you'll find is that like you'll be like oh yeah i i have a goddess that i work with yeah 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 or i know of that goddess or like my grandmother or my someone yeah would talk about Sounds this the same. thing and this being and wait a second yeah you mean uh what is it hecate is the same as like similar to bridget and like they're the same idea right uh or cali is similar to but yeah but it's that fierce it's that the fierceness yeah. so you could probably compare that yeah. quite easily so sure. um and why we decided to start especially most recently and um and maybe i'll just jump in here and take over yes. that's okay with you because yeah, yeah, we're going to talk about um one of my favorite holidays that actually happens four times a year but this one just uh passed a few weeks ago so it's called navratri and um Juniper, like I know you're very familiar with the goddess Kali. Yes. And you're familiar with the goddess Durga. Yes. And so this holiday, um, and there's something that I should explain just a little bit in advance of starting this. Um, so in Hinduism or any of the Vedic, you know, the Vedic culture, you'll see that there are so many goddesses mm-hmm. representing different things. They are all, like we just talked about, m- just different manifestations of the feminine divine. Yes. Right. It's oh, just what every, aspect are you connecting yes. to? Right? Yeah, for sure. So um, Navratri uh, basically is uh, Nava means nine. 
and Ratri is the night. So these are nine nights of different manifestations of the goddess Durga. Okay. Okay. So each day is dedicated to a different incarnation. Okay. Okay. For those of you who don't know, an incarnation is just, again, another manifestation or another birth of the goddess goddess in a different form. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's a different color for every day. Um, the color, the colors are very important. Um, auspicious. I mean, you know, when you're manifesting certain goddesses, colors yes, yeah. come up a lot. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Which um, was so interesting because I didn't grow up in a Roman Catholic church, but I know of Roman Catholic church practices. Um, and that when I went to the temple with you and I was like, wait a second, why are they all blue now? Because mm. we came two weeks ago and they're all red. Yes. Right? And you're like, wait, what? What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> they changed the clothes. And yeah. some goddesses, you know, they're always associated with a certain color. But then on certain holidays, they'll change their clothes. Yeah. So that color represents whatever is going on at the time. So, um, yeah, it was so interesting. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think it's, I, I don't know about you, but I'm always like, this is intrigued. And I love seeing your reaction. And you're like, I didn't even notice that. <laughs> yeah, sometimes it's it's funny when you have someone else come in and you're like, oh, yeah, this. And then you don't even think about the reason why. And then all of a sudden some story comes back to you and you're like, oh, yeah, that's that why. And that makes sense. Every time I'm like, is this why it is? And you're just like, like uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I don't know that I consciously think about that. Um, so, again, it's one of the most uh, auspicious times of the year. There's a lot of festivities. There's a lot of temples that are decorated, preparing for festivals. And, you know, there's something to be said for this um, time as well that we're in. Uh, if you look in history, um, there was a time where gods and goddesses reigned supreme in variety of different cultures. And then all of a sudden you got this really um one track male dominated figure of spirituality that kind of took over the world um and infiltrated some cultures more successfully than others um but you didn't have that diversity and now i feel and juniper tell me like the the time has changed like this reigniting of that divine feminine yeah that divine feminine even that divine the divine masculine Yes, the you know, divine like, masculine, oh, I mean, not like the, the authoritarian masculine. masculine. That, uh, what did we talk about the other day? The, um, oh God, what was that card? The Hierophant. Not yes. the Hierophant. We're yes. looking for the, uh, the king. The king. The, the emperor. Right. And then, and then finding that within yourself, that yes. divine masculine. Don't think we're not going to talk about gods at some point. We will. Um, but finding both within yourself, yes. regardless of what you identify yes. as. Because we all have that defined masculine yep. and the defined feminine and mm-hmm. uh really like you said no matter what you define yourself as yeah uh, in this body but yeah that is a whole other topic though I that think. we're gonna get on at some point <laughs> that, that's that's real in depth <laughs> it is that's looking at yourself and being like oh okay <laughs> okay <laughs> what do i need to balance in my polarity yeah. uh so again uh Nava meaning nine, Ratri meaning night, so Navratri. So each day is dedicated to nine avatars of this goddess. Um, so let's start a bit about what is Navratri about. So the festival itself symbolizes, like a lot of festivals, the victory of good over evil. And so there's this whole story, and I'm going to really simplify it because we don't have time to get into the whole tale. But um, really, there was a demon that the goddess Durga was fighting with. And the demon... Um, he really represented ego 
artistic mm. tendencies. Okay. So sometimes when you hear a lot of uh, these stories, you'll find that they're fighting a demon, but the demon can be identified with something that we fight every single day. Yeah. So that part yeah. of us that represents the ego. Yeah. Right. And that, that really um, dominant part of your mind that can just be like overly intellectual, overly critical, overly analytical, yeah. less, you know, emotion based. Yeah. Um, you know, so for nine days, uh, Durga fought this demon. And on the final day, um, the demon was beheaded by her. And right. what that shows, yes, is that victory of this divine, feminine, beautiful goddess over this demon, but also the victory within ourselves of, you know, conquering, lack of a better term, but, you know, ego yeah. within us. Yeah. Um, yeah, because we don't want to destroy the ego. Right, otherwise we wouldn't exist. <laughs> we wouldn't exist. That ego, I always say the ego is kind of like your child self, right? Like, it taught you, hey, you can walk. You know what I mean? Like, you fell, but yeah. you were able to get back up. In a sense that it protected you, which yeah. I always think is what your inner child is trying to do all the time now that right. we're adults. It's like, we don't like that. We don't like that. Like, yeah, you know it's I mean? just like, when it gets that. imbalanced or you start yes. to overly identify yourself with those egoistic tendencies yes. that we fall into that that trap. Yeah. Yeah. So. And so, um, and there's something that I need to mention as well, because sometimes we get this like sweet, soft, flowy idea about the divine feminine. Sure. That's one aspect that's of one her. That's one aspect of her. Yeah. And I know that you're very familiar with, um, so when we say Shakti, meaning Shiva being one side, the divine masculine, yeah. Shakti being the feminine, and then everything manifests out of that, that divine feminine for the goddesses. But um, there's ferocious aspects. Yes of of goddesses as well as beautiful graceful you know it's all aspects of feminine divine it's not just limited and yeah. i think that's where people mix things up or they think oh, okay well no it's just this really flowy sweet um you know yeah. non-dominating energy absolutely not yeah well that's where i think wicca does it really well in breaking it down into the triple goddess yes because you have the maid yep. the maiden and the crone mm -hmm. right so each a different part of the same entity right right but we'll get into that later yeah and i know like you always you work closely with kalima and you always say she's like a ferocious mom mama yeah, bear she's that mama bear that protective mama bear that you don't want to fuck with <laughs> whether it's you or somebody else yeah and you're like mm, okay i'm going to go listen to you now thank you <laughs> so we'll start um with the first um manifestation of the goddess so this is the goddess uh shelputri Okay. So she's the first manifestation, and how she's depicted visually, she's holding a trishul, which actually belongs to Lord Shiva, uh, the, the, the trident that you've seen him carry. On one hand, she holds a lotus in the other, and she rides a bull called Nandi. Nandi's actually Lord Shiva's bull, but okay. it just shows that there's always, when you notice the gods and goddesses in, in Hinduism, there's always a male to a female. You'll okay. always see a counterpart. Right. Or a consort, whatever you want to call them. Okay. Um, so... Uh, basically, uh, this is a description of the goddess Parvati, which is his wife. And she was born, um, in the mountains. And so, uh, Shale actually means mountain. And so she's n also known because they have numerous names to each of them, even yes. though you're talking about the same goddess, um, <laughs> Shale Putri. So on that day, uh, uh, devotees to this goddess, she, they will offer ghee. Um, and basically this offering means that they'll be blessed with, like getting rid of any diseases or any illnesses when you offer 
to the feet of this goddess. So okay. if you're not feeling well, if there's something going on and yeah. you need, you know, to alleviate quote unquote forms of disease or yeah. illness, sickness, yeah. anything, um, this is what you do. So um, basically this goddess kind of combines and you mentioned this earlier. There is that triple goddess. There's also the triple god. Like th- there's the mirror, right? Yeah. So uh, Brahma, the creator, Vishnu, the preserver and, and Mahesh or Shiva, the, the uh, destroyer. Um, so basically, she, Goddess Parvati is worshipped on this first day in that form. And the first, uh, the color that you wear on that day is red. Okay. And um, that represents strength. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. And I know that, you know, if you think of the color red, it's very fiery. It's very, like, when you wear red, you feel bold. Yes. You feel bold. You feel empowered. You feel like you got this. Exactly. Ain't no one going to mess with me today. Exactly. <laughs> And, no that, and that's what it is. And when you go through illness or you go through disease, you're going through anything that is related to your health or someone else's health. Yeah. Um, you need strength. Yes. Yeah, right. For sure. So any questions? That's no. goddess day, day, day goddess one here. Um, night day goddess. one goddess. <laughs> night, night goddess. goddess. Yes. Yes. Night goddess. <laughs> night goddess. So, um, so the second day is uh, the goddess uh, Brahma Charini, and so that's the second day, and she walks barefoot, okay. so connection to the earth, and she has that Rudraksh mala, so for those of you who don't know, uh, Rudraksha is actually a seed, Yes. and the different, we'll get into this at some other point, but the different, um, the seed has different uh, faces to it, almost where it forms one, three, five, and they okay. represent different things, so it's very auspicious, it's also associated um with uh lord shiva so basically this represents parvati as well um when she was engaged in very deep meditation or what we call tapasya which is a form of like meditative penance okay um because she was performing this act to get lord shiva out of his his meditative state and pay attention to her so they could get married okay and then, yeah, and it, it's funny because I, and I can see, you guys can't see her puzzled face. So it is, it's this long tail, but the thing is, it's essentially that the, the feminine divine needs to stir that, that masculine divine yeah. and come together to, to, in order for creation to exist. Right. That makes sense. Yes. So, um, when you, on this day you offer sugar and that really represents you looking out for the longevity of your family members. Okay. Long lasting, healthy life. And this is also another day where you kind of take a look at where you've been a little indulgent in your life, folks. No one's been there. <laughs> <laughs> but but it really, if you think about it, here's this goddess who relinquished all of the like blessings of living a palace life because she was the daughter of a mountain king okay. and she went into the forest yeah. to to perform this meditation and gave up all worldly pleasures mm. in order to do this so ask yourself what are those worldly mm. pleasures that you can give up, right? you can give up? Can, yeah. and we were talking earlier today about you know the annoyance of when you go to the store and you do something simple yes. like buy a package of cookies, you think you're being innocent, but where is all that packaging going? Yeah. Eat right. Like carrots or something. Yeah. Can, can, do you need a plastic bag when you pack your apples into it? Can you get a reusable one? Yeah. Where can we take away waste? Where are we being a little frivolous? Where yeah. are we having expenditures in our lives that we don't need? Exactly. 
So this is night two um, where you kind of go within, have that ca- this, this, this divine feminine that represents this calm and powerful woman, mm-hmm. but one that is able to say, okay, uh, I don't need all of this in order to be that. Right. Okay. Cool. Because how many, how many times do you adorn yourself with a bunch of things you don't need? because no you might think oh you know i need that bag i need that shirt i need this and these status symbols yeah are representative of me being an x type of a woman but this is showing that you don't need that in order to be that type of a woman yes i suppose my indulgent then if we're talking about that kind of stuff would be like tarot cards and oracle because <laughs> i don't really like i like purses and everything i never really carry them i'm like look at this purse it's so nice but like i use it for a month and then i'm like this is stupid i need my way <laughs> right right but everybody has their vice but, uh, yeah I, right mine would be tarot, tarot cards, cards and like, and look at how you and this what, what's that thing online uh kickstarter, kickstarter which i haven't yeah. been online but i'm getting two of the three decks i'm still waiting for so you must have been praying on day two <laughs> so, so <laughs> to just wrap up day two here royal blue is the color that Ooh. you wear on that day so again you know blue is associated with calm mm-hmm. and uh it's supposed to be when you give up worldly possessions that's your quickest way to moksha or liberation okay okay cool uh so then we move on to day three. So this is the goddess uh, Chandra Ganta. So this is where we start getting into some fierceness. So she right has Tino. <laughs> she has ten arms oh, wow. and a crescent moon on her head, um, which gives her the name because Chandra means moon. Yes. Um, and she rides on a tiger to destroy everything that is evil and wicked. So this ferocious goddess, like she is just, and and I, I can't remember every single thing they she carries in her hands because each thing represents she something. Ten. She's ten <laughs> hands. Um, yes. You basically uh, give her kheer. So kheer is rice pudding. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Um, and on this day, she's known to drive away any type of pain that you have. So in this fierce kind of uh, manifestation of the goddess. Even though she's fierce, she carries the epitome of grace and dignity. Okay. And think about that. Yeah. Dichotomy. Yeah. Right? Yeah, for sure. Um, so she's a strong woman with a lot of power, but she carries herself with grace. Yeah. And how many times have you or come across somebody who, this tends to happen at work folks with middle level management not pointing fingers. <laughs> um, you know, you have, know you have these... strong women but there's this lack of grace or dignity that balances the strength yes and so i can definitely great to be strong but then that can become overbearing and overpowering yes yeah but then that whole weakness thing is also seen as a it's finding that middle ground yes where you are still kind yes um i have this new mentality of approaching everything with a win-win situation a win-win there's no compromise why are we compromising anymore yeah we shouldn't be compromising is for unions i'm sorry unions i appreciate (laughs) you so much but compromising if you give a little i give a little we both lost something in the end we've come out no no (laughs) we are both winning at the end of this discussion even if that's finding 
the thing that's floating outside the box that yeah. you're like, okay. So, exactly. But that whole, it, it, but it it's, took that's, me a but while that's power to get with to grace. that. Yeah. yeah. It took me a while to get to that. And all my <sighs> mentors, mm-hmm. I guess you would call them, all grew up in this industry of male dominance. Yes. So in order to be successful. successful, you had to be brute. You had to be right. painful. Like, not only with yourself, but you needed to be painful to others. Like, you had to put people down. And, like, there was no hum- hum- human aspect to them. They right. were just cooking food. Right. Like, we're just cooking food. And if you're not doing it right, get out of the kitchen. And you know what? There's and more that's words a shame. that are in there. Yeah, and that's a shame. Yeah. For especially women, I find that we are trying to, it doesn't matter if it's corporate, we're any type of role, we're, women that are trying to, quote, unquote, climb the ladder. Yeah. You know, they're viewed as, oh, well, she's a itch with a capital B. Yeah. And there's not that tempering of that strength with grace because sometimes it's not allowed for it. So it's about yes. finding that authenticity with yourself to balance it. Yes. Yeah. 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 And so the colorful that day is yellow. 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 Bright, sunshiny yellow. <laughs> so the fourth day, or fourth day and, and night as well. Um, is the goddess Kushmanda. And so this means, uh, so there, there's three words that it's broken down into, meaning little warmth and egg, which means it's like the creation of the universe, like the hatching. Um, so on this day, um, you worship this form of the goddess that is believed to be the, the basically the founder of the cosmos. Okay. Um, it's that day where if you want to improve your intellect and decision-making ability, my Libras, <laughs> just saying, not the intellect part because you're an air sign, you're smart. It's your decision-making capacity <laughs> that lacks. It's like I have three smart ideas. Which one do I choose? Had to bring the astrology in there. But, I mean, if you want to work on that really mind-based stuff and you're having a problem making a decision or you need to, you know, maybe you're going into a new study or something like that, uh, you will do that. It's also said that when she laughs, uh, the universe was created and it burst forth with all of this beautiful flora and fauna. Okay. And so the sim- the, what color do you think it is? Take a guess. Plant people. Oh, okay. <laughs> flora and fauna. I was like, I don't know. Universe, purpley, blue, what are we? Green. <laughs> Like our colors for our gateway. Yeah. <laughs> what are we talking about? Greens. Okay. I'm wearing a gateway shirt today. I am. <laughs> so green is the color that you wear, and that's really that connection to the earth and whatever you want to call it. Again, Prithavima, Gaia, whatever. Um, so this is that connection to, you know, the intellect, thinking about what we're gonna do before we do it, and then appreciating that earth okay. around us. And I mean in in terms of even that divine feminine, like, I mean, how can you bring that flora energy into your space? Put some plants. Plant something outside that benefits, you know, the, the natural biodiversity in your area. Because, okay. you know, you know me and my birds, Nicole. Yes. You know how I, yes. I plant my butterfly bird bushes. Anything to do with my butterflies and birds, it gets done. <laughs> <laughs> and then that brings us to um, the fifth day, which is the goddess uh, Skanmata. So she has four arms. She has a lotus in two of them, um, a bell in the other, and she carries a little um, 
this is interesting. It's a little Karthike. So Karthike is actually uh, Lord Ganesha's brother. So Lord Shiva's son, another one of Lord Shiva's son. Um, uh, no, no. <laughs> yes. And she's seated on Lotus and you will offer banana okay. to her on this day. Um, she is actually the commander in chief. And if you know Karthike as well, he was very well versed in um, like being a general, like in in the art of war and everything like that. And it's she represents, again, the war against evil. Um, And the color gray is used. And the reason she holds Karthike as a child form on her lap is because here's where the mama bear comes in. This is that goddess that is representative of a mother's fear when her child is in danger. Okay. And essentially that determination to do everything it it takes to keep her child safe. And, you know, I'm not a mom. There's a lot of moms out there. I could imagine, you know, what you would do for your kid. I've seen what my mom would do for me. So whether you're not a mom or not yet, you still have a mother reference point, probably in the form of a mentor or a friend or, you know, somebody that's just like protective of you in a way that makes you feel and you're, you brought it up earlier, Juniper, that child self feeling secure. Yeah. 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 Cool. Yes. And so the sixth day um, is the goddess uh, Katyani. And this is a form of Shakti, but she's also a warrior. Uh, it's one of the most violent forms of this goddess. Mm. Okay. So she has four arms. She's carrying a sword. She's riding a lion. Um, the offerings you do that day is honey. Um, she was born to a great sage as an avatar of Durga. And so when she goes to war, when she fights her battles against um, evil, she wears orange, which represents courage. Okay. So that's what you wear on that day. Um, and it's courage and bravery. Okay. So if you need to find little spark within you to do something that you know you should be doing or need to do or want to do and you have to find something to just push you through it that's it this is the day this This is is the goddess this is like i'm gonna get it done okay yep (laughs) and so the seventh day um is uh kalaratri and so Basically, it's saying that there's this whole legend behind her where she sacrificed the color of her skin and took on this dark complexion in order to kill demons. So she has, again, four arms, carrying a sword, a trident, a noose, and she um, has a third eye that's on her forehead that represents, you know, that connection to the entire universe. Mm -hmm. Um, Jaggery, which is... Jaggery is like, it's like coconut sugar, guys. Okay. Okay, for those of you who don't know, it's like coconut sugar. Um, is offered to her on that day and basically any type of pain, any obstacles. Okay. And if you're trying to bring more happiness into your life, yeah, you will um, offer that on this day. So this is where you get into that. Guys, we all know this moment. <laughs> I know that I love you. <laughs> that was amazing. Oh my God, was that a sandals commercial? something oh my god no, that was kelly clarkson yeah but i swear that in a sandals commercial probably um <laughs> so this is like you know when covid happened <laughs> and we all didn't give a shit what we look like like hair was not being brushed 
like oh, we came and shit yeah for two weeks two yeah. months yeah and then it was and like, then all of a sudden it was like <laughs> who cares i'm not going back this to work that's that's this goddess <laughs> okay her hair unkempt she has a fearless attitude she don't give a flying puck <laughs> um her breath produces flames i mean flames guys not don't pressure her teeth that would be really bad under a mask um she has three eyes and she actually resembles the goddess kali the most okay the most terrifying aspect of the goddess the other ones are a bit ferocious this one is like don't play yeah and i didn't brush my hair so that re- so I really don't care. I woke up like this. Yes, and, and I'm she fight you. <laughs> but what's interesting is she wears white, which oh. is actually the color of peace and tranquility. But I got you there. <laughs> yeah, because I was like, that is purity, <laughs> right? So then there you are again with yeah. that dichotomy. Yeah. So here she is. She's like, I don't care. I'm gonna blow flames at. I'm gonna do whatever. But. I'm still, I'm still calm. I'm still good. I have that other side to me. I can go back and and reset into that tranquility. Yeah. Um. So if you're looking for that peace and tranquility, but then also that 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 for that I don't care underneath. That's I it. suppose that's what we gotta get to though. We have to blow the flames in order to get the peace that we want. Right. For ourselves. Right. There has to be some form of destruction. Ha- yeah. And that's Always. what this is. Okay. This cool. is closest to Kalima. So you'll understand this goddess yeah. a lot. That's why I was like, this makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> she's, like, yeah. Like, she's like, I am resonating. I am resonating. <laughs> you have to make chaos in order to have peace. Right. So um, the goddess Maha Gauri is the eighth um, goddess on that day. So she's a four-armed deity. She's usually seen riding a bull or a white elephant. She carries a trishul and a damru. Damru is the, the drum that's on Lord Shiva's trident. Um, representative of that, you know, primordial primordial sound of the universe om and she's offered coconuts on this day so she is very intelligent very peaceful in this form um it's said that you know she spent a lot of time in deep meditation so her you know she transitioned through a lot during that time of meditation um she was given this name because she spent a lot of time doing meditation her complexion changed and then she was bathed by Lord Shiva. So she came out um, in, in the form of Gauri, um, which means extremely white. And pink is the color of the day. But what this does represent, if you think about what you just said earlier. Mm-hmm. So now you're a goddess who's gone through all this tapasya, all this meditation, all this um, time spent, um, you know, away from worldly pleasures. You're almost bathed after whatever has come out of that or been released from that. And you're given what this represents is a fresh start and hope. Interesting that she would be right after someone else that I've read somewhere. Oh, um, sorry. Uh, Kalaratri. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So after that whole, um, you know, dark night of the soul. Dark night of the soul, destruction. Yes. Tear it all down. We have now come out and we have... We have new hope. We have a fresh start and a new beginning. So this is the goddess. You're looking for a fresh start after a really turbulent um, or time of turmoil. Mm -hmm. This is the goddess you want to associate with on this day. So interesting how this is unfolding. Right? Don't you like? Like you begin with, I got this. We're fine. And then you're (laughs) like, trip falls on face. (laughs) 
mud calls on comes on top of you. You go into this deep hole, and then you're like, "Oh no, I'm fine. I'm beautiful all over again." And it's nine <laughs> days, you see, and it's nine days of this, and I it haven't even so gotten to the nine. You're like, I'm going on a adventure, <laughs> and then you fall down a hill and get crushed by a boulder, but then fight some break, demons, fight some demons, fight some internal demons as you're crushed by the boulder, right? And then break the boulder open because you're actually just under it, meditating and being like. Right. That's literally, that was really good. <laughs> that was a really good, really good uh, story. Like, it pretty much encapsulated everything I just I said. And then we get to number nine. Number nine. Cloud nine, folks. Okay, so this is the final day of Navratri. And um, um, this goddess is uh, Siddhatri. And she's projected as a four-armed deity sitting on a lotus, holding a mace, a discus, a book, and a lotus in her hand. Okay. So this... Oh, are you ready for this? I'm ready. This form of the goddess means perfection. Do you see how this is coming full I circle? I see how this is coming. Okay. So she has amazing healing abilities. Okay. Um, She l- is in a good mood. She blesses everyone. You could be a god, a yogi, a saint, a, a devotee. Um, She blesses everybody. She's in a happy state. It's like... Like, you know, that fresh day when you wake up, the sky is clear and you're like, yes, I'm in yeah. a good mood. Yeah. Um, and so the the color of that day is actually sky blue, which mm. symbolizes our awe at nature's splendor and what we have to offer. Cool. Uh, or sorry, what nature has to offer. So if you're just sitting there and you're like, I am wearing this light baby blue that's a crystal clear sky and i am just basking in the happiness and magnificence of what i am (laughs) and you see how that story now has its completion completion. and that is essentially the um yeah this is this is the the goddess you offer sesame seeds to okay for safety and security from any unnatural events Right, because you've just gone and fought all these demons. You don't want them back. No, you don't want them back, or you don't want to like get hit by an earthquake and fall through the ground or something. Like yeah. you don't want a tidal wave to come sweep you away. So Until like, your next Navrat- Navratri. Navratri. Yeah. Navratri. Yes. <laughs> That's so, when you want it to happen again, though. Pretty much. <laughs> and then we'll go you through. And offering. then we'll go through this cycle four times a year. Yeah. Uh, but isn't that usually <laughs> what happens? And we are cyclical. Like you will notice, the feminine goddess aspect is so cyclical. Yes. Yeah. Um. So. I think, and I couldn't have said it better, that story just really kind of <laughs> just this gave a good overview to everything. Are. But those are the nine days. If you guys have any questions about any of those goddesses, um, feel free to uh, DM us, email us. We try to respond right away. Yeah. We are both busy working women, though. <laughs> uh, so sometimes it's delayed. But, but we're yeah. be- b- by being graceful. Being graceful. Well, as we be powerful women. <laughs> So I think that's it. So thank you for joining us today. Um, And make sure you hit that subscribe button. Yeah. Everywhere. Everywhere (laughs) you might want to listen to us. And just remember. Don't listen to us. (laughs) Just hit it. Just hit it. (laughs) So we become popular. (laughs) (laughs) And don't leave Earth without us. Bye. Bye.